All right, you guys know what that means. This is episode three, Notes of a Goon. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. I am joined by my producer, Michael Harrington. Hello, Mike. What's up, bud? I'm sad. I'm saddened today because I, I keep hearing that New York is dead, but we live here. Does that make us zombies? I, I was going to say ghosts. Are we ghosts? We phantoms. I'd rather be a zombie than a ghost. Zombies like, ghost. That shit is just, uh, I'm not trying to make some fucking pottery with some fucking big nose bitch. I'm not doing that. Just saying, I lost a bunch of weight. I'm not really trying to fill up on brains. Yeah, I feel like brain is very fatty. Have you ever had brain? You ever eat calf brain? Never. I've eaten calf brain. It's good in an omelet. I'm not going to lie to you. Calf brain omelet. It's the only time I've ever liked it. I deep fried, not bad. I've had brain several times. I mean, were you at least cooking the omelet? Like who's I did. Just... I did. The first time I ever ate calf brains, I cooked I cooked the calf brain omelet with some eggs. Uh, I made like a big omelet. Nobody would eat it with me, uh, my friend. So I ate all of the calf brain. I mean, no, I mean, my buddy Josh will eat brains. He is a, uh, yeah, he's a zombie. We're zombies. I guess we're all zombies. New York. New York is dead. It's it's dead. R.I.P. Um, who, who who thought, like, it's been soft ever since New York, uh, ever since Snoop came through and smashed the buildings, and then some Arabs did it again. Uh, uh, and then now uh, uh, James Altucher, the owner of Stand Up New York, uh, he's, a, he's a minority owner in Stand Up New York, uh, says that no one's coming back because of Zoom. Because of Zoom. That was his main, and bandwidth is what he said. Is that you could do things via, oh, and then Jerry Seinfeld, it's like a rap battle between rich Jews. <laughs> it, it really is. It's, it's Jay-Z and Nas, but Hampton's edition. Like, it's like, it's, it's the Fire Island Jay-Z versus Nas. J- Jerry Seinfeld came back and was like, New York isn't dead. This is how it's going to happen. It's like, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't live here. I've never seen him. Have you seen Jerry Seinfeld anywhere? Yo, uh, you claiming a predicate, you barely... Uh, no, you claiming a felony, you barely a predicate. That's How are you I'm the saying. king of New York when you live in Connecticut? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't make any... Look. So there's all these people commenting on New York being alive or dead or... I just would like to sit in a bar. I just this is my goal right now, right? I just want to sit in a bar by myself with sports on that I'm not really paying attention to and I want to eat a cheeseburger that's like really messy. And like you know when it drips down the side of your hand, you got to go That's all that's until I can do that. By my and I want it to be a busy but not crowded bar. Until I can do that New York is in a coma. Can we at least admit that? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. I just don't like... Everybody's like, New York is... First of all, to the native New Yorkers on social media saying New York will never be dead, it's just dead for the hipsters, they haven't all left yet. Let them leave. I will get you a hard money loan for whatever shitty building you want to buy that they leave. Like, what? They, they're still here most of the places. Dude... We were just upstairs. I want to talk about this is why people don't like fucking white tourists anywhere. I was just upstairs. We, we, we get a Thai food every week when we record this show, right? There's a place called Terra Thai upstairs. It's a brand new place. It's only it's, They opened post-COVID. 
So fucking, I want to give those people as much fucking money as possible because I have never heard of anything that fucking brave. Not, not to mention the fact that that restaurant upstairs has been five different fucking things. So I'm in there. These fucking people walk in, two fucking middle-aged rich white people, probably some altitude Jerry Seinfeld fans. They probably listen to both both of them, they're like, did you hear that these two are having a little bit of a street rivalry? You know, they're doing that. It's like a smack DVD. Uh, but they're in there. They're just like, well, this can't be the whole menu. They have five items on the menu upstairs, plus one appetizer and like some drinks, right? Uh, Pretty simple place. Yes. And they go, well, let's go inside and look at the menu. This can't be everything. I hear them inside. They go, the guy walks in, doesn't pick up a menu, goes, well, we've never been here before. What do you recommend? This is a fucking... They have one table in there for when they eventually can have dine-in eating. It is a tiny place. You see two people outside waiting for their food. Why are you taking the cook out of the kitchen to ask what's good here? It's five fucking items. Two of them are pork. One of them is chicken. Then there's a couple of noodle things. Do you Get one of each. You have money. It's $10. It's true. This is why New York is dead. People like that. Maybe that New York is dead. But here's the here's something that is fucking bizarre to me. I have people on my Facebook feed that are saying New York's not dead. It's just all these people who don't believe in New York, blah, blah, blah. But these are people who are posting this whose entire business model is predicated on tourists and hipsters that live in the neighborhoods of the bars they own. Like the bar business, like I was in the bar business that was extremely predicated on tra transplants. And I have people that, like, like well, who's going to drink at your bar? Who's going to pay $14 for the cocktails at your fucking bar? You think it's my uncles? Because they're not. Unless you're serving Thunderbird for $2. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not beating bodega prices. Yeah, I mean, was James's argument about the fact that commercial real estate's about to crater in New York? Well, commercial re real estate has been about to crater in New York for a fucking minute. Like, I mean... Yeah. And when you look for a new commercial space, as somebody who's done it several times over, like, let's say the last seven years, um, they will not... Commercial landlords will not budge, and they want maximum increases in your lease allowed by law. They're fucking vultures. Because here's the thing. They'll leave a place open because they get the tax write-off on it. So if they move you in and give you a 10-year lease, eventually they, they figure that they can get the tax write-off until a sucker comes by. Every month that that's open, they can write off what they're not getting in rent. Okay. Okay. So they figure that just buys them enough time. There's always going to be somebody. So like when Danny Meyer, the guy who owns Shake Shack, he kind of brought uh, fine dining to Union Square. He, that was the first nice restaurant in Union Square when Union Square was still a shithole. He opened Union Square Cafe. Union Square Cafe is no longer in Union Square. Do you know why? It's too expensive. Yeah, but do you know why they tried to squeeze Danny Meyer? Uh, no. The landlord went to him and goes, well, where are you going to move it? It's Union Square Cafe. It's got to be in Union Square. You're Danny Meyer. You own Shake Shack. You can afford it. And he said, uh, I don't operate businesses that don't make money and move to the 20s. Like, it's just, it, but that's how commercial real, so that is true. Commercial real estate is going to bottom out in New York and was always going to happen. And I firmly believe all of the projections for cities becoming bigger and bigger that they have in, like, 
like you know the, the futurist projections that cities will more and more people will flood into cities over the next few decades. Yeah, they'll become mega cities. Yeah, yeah, we're all gonna voluntarily live in Judge Dread. We're not gonna do that. We're not eating garbage recycled from a robot. That's right. I remember all the plot points to Judge Dread. We're all gonna be more like the hillbillies outside with one arm and like I love you, Paul. Remember that dude? Remember that dude? You, no, no. I never watched the original. Uh... Really? Yeah. The Stallone Judge Dredd? No. I am the law. You don't remember that? All right, so here's the thing. What I remember uh, back in the day was uh, I was in camp, and I had a camp counselor explain to me uh, that there was two comic books that had, you know, very clear, uh, uh, you know, overtones of McCarthyism, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, One was Judge Dredd, Mm -hmm. and one was Starship Troopers. And they said when they made them into movies, one completely whitewashed all that and tried to make it a generic action movie. The other one actually leaned into the propaganda aspect of it, which is why Starship Troopers is a classic and Judge Dredd fucking sucks. Judge Dredd doesn't suck. Starship Troopers is a better movie, but Judge Dredd has its merits. Rob Schneider's in it. It's pretty good. There's some uh, there's some pretty cool imagery. You uh, sure you're not thinking of Demolition Man? Rob Schneider's not in Demolition Man. Yes, he is. I'll bet you money. Double, is, double, ten, double my pay for this podcast. All right, you're gonna eat two Thai dinners. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna look up the Demolition Man. All right, but. Just, but back to the point of the New York is that I don't think that cities are going to be the place, but I don't think I think it's going to take more than internet bandwidth and just what's going on now. I think the main thing is going to be transportation. Like right as of right now, there's going to have to be some revolution in transportation. Like once once self driving cars can can go faster than any speed limit without making you sick inside, and they also look like your living room. You know what I mean? Like once you can put on your pajamas in your car and watch the same movie you're going to watch on your couch on your way to your bed. Like you're, that's when people are going to be like, why am I paying to live in Manhattan? Once you can like pick up a chicken, a bar and she'll be like, I don't really want to go that far. I'm like, don't worry. The car will take you home. The car, just like my robot car that has a couch in it, whatever, flick off a little bit. Cause I'm not going to make you come. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like you do whatever you want in that car. I don't care. Like, it's just uh. So wait, have you found Rob Schneider in uh? Oh, I for sure have. In de- in Demolition Man. Rob Schneider. He's the one who like goes to give the high five and then is like. Oh, oh yeah, he is. He's also in Judge Dredd. Okay. All right. I forgot that he plays a dork in Demolition Man. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna watch you eat a second Thai dinner. Um. But I I I don't think New York is necessarily dead right now. I think in the next five years. You will be able to get a good deal on something, though, real estate-wise. I don't think it's dead. I don't think the soul of New York is dead or whatever the fuck people are saying because of COVID. I think there's going to be a lot less. um, Here's the thing. It will be less appealing to bankers because there's going to be a lot less 20-year-old coups for the next five or six years. Can we both admit that? No fucking, nobody is sending their daughter to live in New York for for five years. Nobody's helping their kids out. Like, think about how many comics do we both know? Comics, I'll put it in quote, like, but like, who are being helped by their parents to live in New York? The vast majority of the ones that you don't know that are on television, right? Like, like so, a lot of them lie. I had, uh, I had somebody tell me the other day that they have a theory that a lot of these girls who pretend that they're, um, uh, that they're, they have sugar daddies, it's just regular daddies. <laughs> I'm not going to say who said that to me, but he's like, yeah, I have a feeling that most of these chicks who are saying that are just, they just have regular daddies. 
Probably. Uh, but all right. So the only issue I have with that theory mm-hmm. is if Columbia and NYU maintain like strictly social distance learning. Um, but here's my thing. Um, how are people are not going to send like I, all I'm saying is like you can go to UCLA. There's other schools that are good. Yeah, but nowhere is going to be good for the next. Like, dude, the, the economies are bottoming out everywhere. You know what I mean? So it's a situation where it's like, if you're sending a kid to Columbia, if you're sending a kid to NYU, you assume that the like, you know, campus security there is enough to deal with a city fraught and peril. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know where it really is? Um, a place like fucking what's that place upstate? Uh, the all-girl school near Purchase, uh, Bronxville, um, uh, Sarah Lawrence. Yeah, so you could send you could send somebody there. There's no city there. Okay. So there's significantly less danger of riots there. There's significantly less danger of disease there. Like, I think it's going to be a lot more of that. It's going to be like, yeah, you're going to school in this place in suburban Connecticut. That's what I'm paying for. Live off campus and suck all the dick you want. Because you're going to. That's why you're going. Yeah, but those same girls are just going to take the train into the city. It's right there. I'm just saying it will be, yeah, but they're not always going to do it. It's going to be less... 20-year-old coups, and therefore less finance bros. I mean, dude, don't put that evil on me, Chris. Harrington, you'll do fine. You're still going to be fucking fat sluts at four in the morning who need something to suck on, all right? Hell yeah. Actually, it gets me to another point I want to talk about. I love my... The the best part about um, the whole COVID thing, um, other than obviously, you know, the elderly dying, that's fantastic, right? I'm anti the old, you know, let's just put that out there. Um, but uh, the fact that people are starting to really see through the fucking college scam in this country makes me so fucking happy. Because four years ago, when Bernie Sanders was running for president, the amount of people that wanted their student loans forgiven because college education is important that didn't know how primaries work can go fuck themselves. <laughs> like the amount of, like I never went, I didn't graduate any college. Did you have, have you noticed also that somewhere when we were kids, they sold college to you as you got to get an education. There's nothing more important than education. Do you remember that, Mike? Of course. Now, Education is now free because we all have access to every fucking single piece of human knowledge in our fucking pockets. We already paid for it. So you can't argue the education point anymore. Somehow they snuck in. They all Mandela affected us. Because now when you hear people talk about college, it's not just the education. It's also the experience and your networking. The networking thing used to only be there for the fucking rich. Like, back in the day, it was always just like, yeah, like, you go get your education. You're never going to get the fucking networking that the fucking assholes in Yale get. But, you you know, you, at least you'll fucking know a thing or two. That's what, I, I assume that's what, you know, like, Rocky said to his son or something. <laughs> but now, they, they've slipped that in there. It's like, well, that's your networking. It's like, you just make a network here. What do you mean? Like, it's like, and the experience thing can go fuck itself. I'll tell you this right now. I was sitting in a bar a few years ago with two buddies of mine. Both of them had their entire colleges paid for, right? And they're saying, now they both had history degrees. One, bartender. One, uh, works on film sets. Neither of them used their fucking degrees. I'm like, why did the government 
pay for you guys to go do four years of college. And they both said that they wouldn't trade their college experience for anything. And I was like, yes, I liked my 20s too. <laughs> That's all it, dude, you want the college experience? Just go visit your friends in college and sell them coke. You will get blown and make money on the deal, and you can still learn all the same shit on the internet. I guess I shouldn't advocate selling coke. <laughs> Mushrooms are good for you, though. That's organic. Shit, I used to go up to fucking purchase to see Stanley and just, I would flip Viagra's at parties. It's pretty sick. It's a tight hustle. Dude, I had a fucking tight Viagra hustle. I had my buddy, right? His dad retired one summer, stole like five, like from five, like stole 5,000 fucking Viagra's. A lot of Viagra. Yeah. So I was living, I was living with like my dad's poker buddies. I had, um, there was an Asian fraternity out in Stony Brook that bought mad of them for me. That and then, uh, Jamaican fucking, uh, Jamaican construction workers. We'll buy them like 50 at a time. Yeah, this one dude would sell them the Jamaican construction workers. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Fantastic. Like, I, I think Jamaicans have, they, their entire society is based on erections. Have you ever talked to like a fucking old school Jamaican guy? Uh, yeah. Dude, they have nothing. I remember there was a Jamaican produce guy at the shop right by my old house. And I was buying okra once. He goes, now mind you, this is not my friend. This is the produce guy that I occasionally ask where the bananas are. Sure. He goes, you like okra? And I was like, yeah, fine, sure. And he goes, let me tell you something. You take some of that, you put it in a blender with some oats, some Guinness, blend it up, you shoot like a fucking cannon. <laughs> this is unsolicited Jamaican man advice. <laughs> you know my buddy Keith, the bouncer down at Bull McCabe's? Sure. Okay. That motherfucker... First of all, I sold him some Viagra's back in the day. But that motherfucker is, has given me 75 different erection remedies. Un, again, unsolicited. We have Blue Chew as a sponsor around here. You go to bluechew.com. Uh, but, like, no. It's just... It, what was I talking about? Education? Something like that. Yeah. You can go... You don't need... Edu and I love that it's all falling apart for all of these fucking assholes. Like, I love that it's like... All right, like, good. You don't, why do we need, what, what do, it's just the degree. Just admit that it's just a credential, right? Like, I can just get, I can get badges from lynda.com. Well, but it's like, especially now, you're in a situation where it's like, it's not even the education, it's not even the experience. Mm -hmm. Like, Harvard is only no. doing social distance classes. Exactly, it's they all are, online. They are still charging the full boat for tuition, right? $40,000 a year, whatever the hell it may be. And it's like, they, legitimately right now have their entire course load online so you can go and audit any of those classes for free by yourself could do the entire program and you just got to give them whatever that comes out to 80 grand a year over four years 80 160 it's 320k and you get a piece of paper that's literally it you're paying 320 grand for a piece of paper dude uh, for, and I'll tell you this even the piece of paper is worth less than people think it is because most jobs don't check as long as you have a, as long as you have some sort of experience in between when you should have been in college and when you're applying for the job. So let's say instead of 21, you apply for a job at 22 and you're working somewhere that is valid experience to the job you're applying for, even if it's a low-level shitty job. Freakonomics did a thing years ago where they were just like, well, there's this many positions filled that require a college degree, and there's this many people that have gotten college degrees that could possibly be in the workforce. They did the math. Did not add up. What are people going to college for? You're a rube. 
If you go to college right now, look, you're a fucking rube. What can I tell? Like, I don't like when people are like, we need our student loans for you. And I was like, I was like, dog, I've been living debt free forever. I've been paying my own bills since I was 17. Like, n- never been in debt credit card wise. Never, n- no student loan debt. Fucking nothing. What, can, can I just get some money back? If you get your student loans forgiven for being a jerk-off and going to... Because you just really went to fuck chicks without having to pay rent. I had to pay rent while I was fucking chicks in my early 20s. And that made me be able to fuck less chicks. I remember arguing with a dude who was dorming at a college. Him being like, yo, I get more pussy than you. I was like, you're going to graduate at the end of the year. And I guarantee you, a year out from now, you're going to be like, well, Chris, I didn't realize how much harder it was to get... Like a significant amount of pussy when you're not living in a dorm. You just paid to get laid for fucking four years. That's what they. That's what you're doing. Let's not. Let, let, let's not pretend that that's not what the college experience is. It's just I don't have to worry about rent right now. All I have to do is pass these classes and I'm gonna fuck these hoes. And for chicks, it's the same thing. Just I guess they're gonna say the uh, the opposite. It's just, like you know. It's pass just, this class, get this dick. Pass this class, get this dick. Right. It's just, but that's, but like, so, and so now there's a college debt crisis because we're just letting 18 year old, 18 year olds go fuck each other like it's the Olympic Village. None of those motherfuckers can shot put. Yeah, but you're putting this on, you're putting this on, <laughs> that's very funny. Run the uh, biathlon, bitch. You're putting this on the 18 year olds, right? And this is a thing where it's like, it's the same thing. When as I put- was 18, somebody offered me a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Cause that was the mortgage crisis. Mm-hmm. You know what I said? I probably shouldn't have a mortgage. All my money comes from selling regs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was you. Okay. The rest of us can all do it too. Make a bad decision when you're 18. Guess what? If you get knocked up when you're 18 and have that kid, you still have that kid. They don't give a. There's no. There's no child forgiveness. Yeah, but there's no fucking abortion for your student loan debt either. Yeah. Not going to college. Go to a fuck, dude. I did the math. Let me break this down to you. I did the math. I got you know I get fucking really weirdly autistic with shit every once in a while, right? So I did the math on a con. Like so, if you went to rather than dorm in a college, because that's where the real, that's where the real fucking shit is. Is 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 the student housing is the scam, right? Uh, obviously, private institutions charge a lot for tuition, but for like if you're going to like a SUNY or a CUNY or anything like a state school, uh, it's the housing that they fuck that. It's never, it's always more than the housing surround in the surrounding area, even with food. Like, so I did the math on getting a condo in Midwood, Brooklyn, which is right by Brooklyn College. So if you did two years in Kingsborough Community College, which is a commute from there, right by the Q train to get to the city, maybe it takes you 45 minutes to get to Manhattan if you want to go party. Uh, you can, and it's walking distance from Brooklyn College for the second two years, Right. If you got a condo for that first year, did two years in Kingsborough, then went there, it would be cheaper than going to a state school and dorming. Like, no, not cheaper. It'd be about, it'd be a similar price within like $2,000 for the four years. Okay. So, but you're building equity in a fucking apartment as opposed to dorming in Albany and just, again, spending a bunch of money. Fuck. Like, I'm just saying, maybe the parents shouldn't be letting their kids do it. Like, I don't, maybe I can't blame the kids for wanting to go get laid and being short-sighted. I should, though. Yeah, but at the end of the day, right, you're being told that whole time you have uh, you have a nut to hit. You know what I mean? Like, you need to get Hell this Hell yeah, degree. you get to bust these nuts. You need this fucking degree or else nobody in the workforce is going to hire you. Hank, what's your degree in? You think I got a degree? There you go. You got a job. You, don't you love your job? I fucking love my job, dog. All right. 
I mean, you were homeless for a while, so maybe you need a college degree. Maybe somebody, but you had a good job. You chose to be homeless. Yeah. Didn't you have a really good job before this job? Yeah. Like, like on an on paper good job, a not as set a, for, a set for life job, a less fulfilling good job. As you were, you ran a contracting company, correct? Yeah. A lot of people don't know that about you, and I think more people should that you were at some point doing well, and you gave it all up to be a vagabond around New York City. New York ain't dead, baby. Harrington's here. Mm-hmm. He gave it up. He gave it all up. Fiance. Mm-hmm. Good job. Mm-hmm. Respect of his peers. Mm-hmm. I had a Mercedes at one point. Benzo. Probably doing Xanax in that shit. Benzo's in the Benzo. Because if you're running a contracting company in White Plains, you're taking Xanax every day. Your wife is drinking white wine with it. You're drinking fucking some sort of craft beer. But you're taking Xanax. So I don't blame you for giving all that up to come here and hang out. I'm, New York ain't... It's not... Look, the only time cities can die is if it's too cold. That's why Detroit's not coming back, right? It's just the cold. Detroit would come back if it was warm tomorrow. Nah. Dude, too much of Detroit has been lit on fire. Yeah, bro, because it's cold. <laughs> 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 if it wasn't so cold, they wouldn't light that shit on fire. <laughs> you know what? Can't really argue with that. Yeah. It's fucking brick. That's why Milwaukee's not coming back. It's fucking brick. Not coming back from what? I mean, they're the only ones having a worse summer than us. <laughs> 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 fucking A. So you mean Minnesota? Oh, yeah, Minnesota. Or, uh,. Minneapolis. Minneapolis, yeah. Well, Milwaukee's having a bad... Well, Wisconsin's having a bad this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wisconsin just got hit. It was like Kenosha or something. Now, I thought that's where uh, the X-Men went to get surgery, but that, it turns out, in my research, that is Genosha. Uh, I was (laughs) mistaken. I was like, oh, man, they're coming through with the mutant registration program again, son. (laughs) Oh, shit, look at these black Tom Cassidy's running down the street. Oh, (laughs) no. Defund the Sentinels. This is what I'm saying. Um, no, so yeah, uh, yeah. There's some right Kenosha. Uh, Jacob Balake. Uh, Keen Peel told me that black people pronounce that word Balake. Uh, so Jacob Balake was shot in the back after being tasered. Uh, he was trying to get into his car. Right. This is what caused these riots in Wisconsin this week. Correct. Do you? I honestly was hoping um, to find out from you. Um, yeah, I, you know what's weird is like when you miss a story now, it's really hard to find the initial articles. So I was like, I, I somehow missed that story. I saw it and I went to go look for it. And what I can, there hasn't been a lot of information released on it. Only one of the cops discharged his firearm, which makes it seem like it wasn't a legit shooting. Um, he was holding the guy by his shirt, shot him seven times, holding him by his shirt, which I'll be honest, I believe is you get thrown out of the game. You don't even get sent to the penalty box in hockey for that. <laughs> um, it's, they said he had, the guy had a knife under the driver's seat. He was getting into his car. It doesn't make sense to me that a guy would be like, hey, let me go grab this knife to fight these five cops. It doesn't make much sense. I don't. We'll, we'll get some more information. But the real thing that came out of it was there's been protests and I guess some, riot, some intense rioting. And um, a kid named um, Kyle Rittenhouse is his name, correct? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Now, he's not a Boogaloo boy, right? We talked about the Boogaloo boys in the first episode of the show. Nah, dude, he's all about uh, Blue Lives Matter. Can you pull up a picture of Kyle Rittenhouse for me, please? Mm-hmm. 
He's a dork. He, he's a dorky looking motherfucker. Yeah, he's pretty dorky. He looks he looks like a uh, male to female trans. Oof. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's no, you that... know, yo, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Or female to male trans, like that Chaz Bono body. He does have that Chaz Bono, that soft body. But tell me not, he also kind of like clicked that picture. He looks like the fat kid from Die Hard Three. <laughs> right? No, but this is where. And then there's the one with him with the America Crocs on. Uh, oh, no, that's the oh, same, same photo. Yeah. He's got the. He's got. What, is that an AR-15? That's an AR-15. So he went down there. He drove about 20 minutes. Right? And then people saw him with the gun. Now, mind you, let me ask you is this. Is he wearing white face in this picture? No, I think he's just a real skirt. <sighs> mind you, go back to that last picture. Now, um, he's wearing what appear to be dress shoes and striped socks. Bro, they look like the boots from fucking Link. Like, those are Zelda boots. Those are some Zelda boots. Good call. <laughs> those are, that's a very good call. They're, no, yeah, those are elf shoes. <laughs> he's, got, he's, he's got elven fairy dust. He thought I was going to say, this motherfucker... It, so here's the problem I've consistently had with people calling things a culture war. You start enlisting soldiers that should just be playing D&D. Because that's what this kid should have been doing. And anybody... There are people, and there are people that are going to hear this and get mad at me, because I know there are people who listen to me on other shit who are, I'm seeing on social media, lift this kid up. And I don't, like, they're saying he went down there to kind of regulate this all shit was happening. He was obsessed with Blue Lives Matter, right? Yeah. Now, you're obsessed with Blue Lives Matter, right? You want, you don't want them to, you're mad at this defund the police rhetoric. And then you go attempt to do their job for free, proving that we can easily take money away from the police. It's it is counterproductive. Yeah, it's uh it's fucking dumb. Um, so he's in jail. He shot three people. Two of them died. Uh, sounds about right. Hmm. There's a rumor that one of the guys was a pedophile. Um, he looks like a pedophile. Uh, if you put in, I bet if you put in um Kenosha shooting pedophile, it'll come up on uh Google Images. Um, but there's no evidence that he's a pedophile. He's they said he's a convicted pedophile, which means he's done his time for whatever he did and was out of jail doing what he thought was the right thing to do for the country, and he got shot. Uh, I just... So I got these two. Yeah, it's the, it's the one with the... Uh, I saw some stuff, and apparently it came off fake. Which one is the pedophile? The, the one... one on the left. Okay. The one that looks... I mean, come on. Either one of those guys could be pedophile. Thank you. Um, All I was trying to say. They would definitely use different game, though. Right, so the one on the left would, like, get 15-year-old boys to jerk off in his house by just being like, yeah, I got some, like, beers and porn. You guys can, like, hang out here or whatever. And the guy on the right would definitely, he'd be, like, fucking, he'd be, he'd be G-ing up. Like, he looks like he grew up like a goony fentanyl addict, but then grew long hair and a beard and then, like, learned basic philosophy stuff so he could bang young chicks in, uh, in bars. I think I think, but like I'm talking about 18, 19, not fucking like kids. But I, it is the guy on the left that they are saying, and I don't think either of these guys. It seems to be they both. It seems to be a bunk story to kind of bring this Rittenhouse kid up. Um, so anybody, I I can't I couldn't find any actual evidence that that was real. I just was reading that in some posts, but it just dri- it, it drives me. Look, look, I'm all for the Second Amendment, but guns are to protect your house. Uh, they're for sporting, and they're for overthrowing the government. They're not for shooting people overthrowing the government. 
That is the opposite point of the right to bear arms. And I'll tell you this right now. I have always been an old overhaul rye man, not a Rittenhouse rye man. I don't drink Rittenhouse rye. <laughs> old overhaul is the better well rye. If you make me a cocktail with Rittenhouse, that's fucked. It's not that good. The only exception is if you make a Sazerac, it should have Sazerac rye in it. But other than that, if you're going to have a well rye whiskey, Old Overhaul. It, was, it has the patent for making a whiskey with rye flour. None of this Rittenhouse shit. What are you looking at, Mike? I'm looking up the... Uh... The pedophile story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really find it, right? I, I only was finding it on, like, people were posting it in, like, Facebook threads. And I just saw it, and I was like, I'm not going to read into that. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to, because I'm finding it on uh, Bingy News has the, like the, see what I'm saying? Like the mugshot and all that. Okay. But I mean, I don't know how, how reliable of a source Bingy News is. So I'm going to Snopes it. Yeah, I don't think Snopes had an article about it yet uh, as I was coming in. We're, you know, we're recording this, we're batching these shows and releasing them all at once. So this will be a little dated by the time people are hearing it. But I wanted to talk about it. It's the biggest story in the world right now. Um, so th- is that the reason they're not playing basketball anymore? Yeah, that's um, yeah, that guy. So was it him or was it the cop who killed the guy? Well, I think it was. Uh, well, I think it was the cop, but then also this. But the, they, but the he fact killed that, both the, white guys. He no, the kid killed both those both of those white guys. Right. Yeah, and then he didn't get arrested right away. That's what made them shut down the NBA. Oh, that shit. guy went home, and like, what, was he defending himself? I don't understand because yeah, I saw they there swung was a like a skate- they swung a skateboard at him or something. He was on the ground. They were like, I think they were getting ready to fuck him up. Look, these guys were in the wrong too. I believe the ball headed dude yelled, "Go ahead, shoot me at him." You probably shouldn't yell that at a guy holding an AR-15. You, Mis- look, look, look. Why are you trying to come with melee weapons? Mistakes were made all around. <laughs> I, I think we can all agree on that. Mistakes were made in this Rittenhouse case. But my whole thing is this motherfucker sitting in his crib, got in his car, and drove 20 fucking minutes with a fucking gun. You're, that's it. You're not a fucking cop. You play cop. You like cops. Cool. Like, you're not the Punisher. Like, we we all also read The Punisher growing up, right? That Garth Ennis Punisher Max run is fucking fire, right? That motherfucker could be like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, none of us were like, you know what I should do? Get a gun and go shoot drug dealers in the projects. Like, it's fucking retarded. Yeah, I mean, that's, what are you doing? What is like, he doing? Yeah. yeah. What, what are you doing? Look, the only two reasons you should ever do anything is for money or pussy. How do you get money or pussy for shooting somebody at a protest? Who's fucking you after that? Probably some dudes in jail. That boy is not going to no Gen Pop. That's a mad high-profile case. He's going to be in solitary confinement for the rest of his fucking life. Like, that dude is... Uh, I don't know, though, man. Like, if he can actually prove self-defense on the stand... Yeah, but he can't prove why he was there with the gun. I mean, it's a right to open carry state, right? 
Yeah. To but- protest. He's allowed to, like, they've set a precedent in the Midwest. I, I think it was Minnesota, but I'm sure it would stand in Wisconsin as a precedent of people walking to the Capitol building holding AR 15s. So, I mean, clearly you're no, allowed but he went, to show he went, up open he went, carrying to a protest. But he wasn't part of a counter protest group. He showed up alone, I believe. I don't think he joined. He was, I mean, one man counter protest, still a counter protest. And then he was attacked. I suppose you could make that argument. I don't like the fact that he was wearing gloves. That's yeah, not great. Why was he wearing gloves? Well, you know, you're not supposed to leave your house during a pandemic without gloves and a mask. He wasn't wearing a mask. Gloves. He might have had the gator on. You couldn't see. That's true. Hunting gator makes it seem even more like first-degree murder, though, doesn't it? Can't, can't argue with that. Yeah. I mean, it's a sad, it's a sad state of affairs. Um, I just... Anybody's listening, like if anybody thinks that there, like I saw somebody in my Facebook timeline posted, there should be more Kyle Rittenhouses in this country. Now maybe there should be more people who I could see if you think there should be more people who believe in the police. That I'm fine with that. If you think there should be more idiots who see fucking chaos and think that them when a gun is going to stop a fucking one guy in a gun isn't starting a in stopping a riot. The only way to stop a riot is with martinis and Louie Louie blasting out of the speakers. Haven't you seen a Rodney Dangerfield movie? <laughs> That's it. <sighs> All right. Let's talk about something else. That, that was depressing. That was more depressing than I thought it was going to be. Um, I wanted to talk about something. Uh, I've like tweeted this. I, I've talked about this somewhere else, but it's a very weird thing. I keep seeing posts in articles and memes and infographics about all the money that big companies have made during the pandemic. Um, particularly Amazon, you know, Bezos is the guy, you know, we're, we're live in the Fat Cock Studio. Uh, that's the name of the guest, Digital Studio A. Uh, it's the Fat Cock, it's the Bezos Fat Cock Studio. Um, but nobody ever talks about fucking CNN had their highest ratings in 40 fucking years through July. And? They're the ones reporting, hey, look at these assholes making all this money profiteering on the fucking pandemic, and they're making more money, than, and they're still getting fucking housed by Fox. Fox is just dunking on them. I'm just yeah. saying, it's like, let's point the fucking lens at the media. They're the ones pro- propagating this whole thing. Everybody's home. Everybody's scared. Everybody's watching the news. That's it's fine. not crazy. It's not crazy. What's crazy is that the news is what's keeping everybody inside and scared. Well, it's working for them. Okay, but let's start talking about the fact that CNN is fucking making more money than they've ever fucking made off of this fucking pandemic. Look, Amazon <clears throat> made more, re- had generated more revenue during the pandemic, but at the same time last year, generated more profit on less revenue because they prioritized uh, low-margin items that were essential. Masks, gloves, sanitizer, things like that. The Economist did a whole report on it. They they made less money. And they gave up retail ground because they weren't sending other shit out to their competitors, to Walmart, to Target, all this shit. Look, man, uh, why are we going after Bezos? Go after them Waltons. I don't fuck with them Waltons, man. Them motherfuckers, you know they got a bunker, right? No. Look up the Walton family bunker. Those motherfuckers got a standing army. That's terrifying. Because I like genuinely do feel like the people who own Walmart are yeah. like the get-out people. Dog, 
We are fucking focused on the wrong enemies in this country. All I'm saying, genuinely, is uh, I... Holy shit. Yeah, pull up some pictures of the wall. Dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm... Bro, are you fucking kidding me? That's their house and that's their bunker? Yeah, and that's that old motherfucker with a hot young wife. You know he's protecting that bitch. God, he's killing it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, look, my problem with this, right, mm-hmm. is it goes back to what we were saying before, is New York dead. I think that... I've talked to you about this before. I think they're trying to corporatize everything. Like, that sure. really is what this feels like, is that this pandemic is great for Amazon. This pandemic is great for uh, media news companies. It's great for Netflix. It's great for major corporations, right? It is. Yeah, it just makes us more dependent on them, gives them a bigger piece of the market share, and puts more money in their pocket. Why would they want this to end? But w- that's, this is what I'm saying, is why are we focused on the retail guys who will just move, they'll just shift. They don't want it to end, but they're not the ones controlling the narrative. Fucking companies like CNN and Fox, like, look, I, my, my girl's mom, when we were upstate, uh, we, you know, we were going back and forth a lot this summer uh, just to see them. And she goes to me, you know, after everything was happening in the city, she goes, she was, and she's, she's a Fox News lady. Um, she goes, she goes, is it dangerous down there? Do you guys feel like you're in danger when you're home? And I was like, absolutely not. My neighborhood, my neighborhood is, you've been in my neighborhood. Nothing's changed. You know, a mile one way or the other, you know, maybe some stuff happened, but uh, nothing has changed in my neighborhood. Uh, One or two businesses may have closed, does not feel dangerous where I live in any way, shape, or form. And I said this to her, I go, no, it's like, you know, all those things happened, it's all died down. It was a few blocks in Manhattan, it was neighborhoods in the Bronx, and a couple, one or two incidents in Brooklyn. And I was like, the shootings are isolated into the, in the Bronx and a few deep East New York, Brooklyn neighborhoods, the, the uptick in shootings. At least at the time that I said that it was. And she goes, she goes, she looks at me and she goes, is the news just lying to me? And I goes, absolutely. Absolutely, the news is just fucking lying to you. And now we all know the news is lying to us, but we're all sitting there watching them. All the same people that knew that the news was lying to them fucking six months ago are going, we have to listen to the news. Dude, there was a thing. I follow a bunch of epidemiologists on Twitter. And there was a thing. So the CDC came out and the science basically says... That if you have, so there's no way to definitively tell how long antibodies will last. And they've been trying to fucking evoke this fear. One guy got COVID twice out of millions of fucking cases. Now, we know that you can get the same virus twice. It does happen even with viruses. Like, Mike, how many times do you have chicken pox? Uh, once. Most people have had chicken pox once. Some people have had it twice. Pretty rare. It's pretty rare, right? Yeah. But it happens. We all have heard of it. Happening. I got chicken pox and shingles in the same year. Oh, that's not supposed to happen. No, I was old, too. I was like 13. Okay, well, yeah, then maybe that makes sense. Yeah. It was uncomfortable. It was a bad year. Bad year for me. Um, But it's like, they're just... Dude. Like, they're, ma- they're the ones actually profiteering. Of course, Jeff Bezos' wealth went up, even though Amazon made less money. Because they were proven to be essential to the fucking lifeblood of America. If we didn't have Amazon, we would have been fucked. If they shut down everything and we didn't have fucking Amazon, we, this company would have been fucked. Gas Digital would have been fucked. Because we all needed to fucking order home podcasting rigs that fucking day. It's true. Were you going to go to B&H and fight some fucking Arab guy for a fucking webcam? You might have. No one else was going to do that. I just it's it's crazy to me. 
that were just like not, they just report that. And they're just like, I looked, I was like, wait a second. I wonder how much fucking money these jerk offs are making. The highest ratings in 40 years. Still getting dunked on by Fox, though. Dunked on. Bong. Tucker just like, ah. He's like fucking Penny in a fucking bow tie. Getting him. Dude, I just remember, it's like, every night my mom would put on Tucker. She's like, you know, like... We, when, you were, when you were down there just now for COVID? Yeah. Okay. Every night, it was like, I would be watching Jeopardy, we'd be having dinner as a family, right? And then it'd be like, all right. We, hold on, hold on. At TV trays or at a table with a small TV in the kitchen? No, a uh, kitchen in the... I'm sorry, a uh, uh, table in the kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, TV on in the living room, um... Open floor plan, so you could see the the living okay. room TV. Do you have a, an island is separating this kitchen? Um, there's an there's an island that separates like the the food prep area from the eating area, and then uh, there's just a couch that makes the divider into the living room. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm getting a nice picture. It's of a that. nice open floor plan. I okay. love my folks' house. I wish I was there now. Um, the uh, <clears throat> every night she would turn it on after Jeopardy, and every night I would just be like. This guy is having on people to talk about how tragic their lives are now that COVID is hit, and he is prof- he's fucking profiteering and off this virus anti- more than anyone. And they're anti-COVID. Yeah. They don't believe it's real when you're making fucking guap. Yeah. They're, they're, they're making money oh, just no. being like, what are you, retard? You're going to listen to these fucking COVID idiots? No, no. So here's what it is. Half of the time, it's that, <laughs> right? It's like, well, why can liquor stores be open if churches can't be open? Uh, you know, like the, the whole moralist thing. And then the other side of the argument is... Uh, how are we going to punish China for doing this to us? How are we going to punish China for doing this to us? They've been bad. Dog, they're having pool parties in Wuhan. Dude, I, yo, pull up that video of that pool party in Wuhan. That shit was fucking popping, son. Dude, that shit looked... Cr- I heard... Didn't some people get COVID at that shit? I mean, how could they not? You got to get that COVID, son. Dog, if you're... If you're Dude, sh- that was a wet market for pussy. <laughs> Oh my god. Look at this. Dude, this is No, wild. you gotta get the DJ video. The DJ video? Hold on. I can find some videos on this. But it just drives it dude, it drives me fucking nuts. Cause like I so they yeah, they reported this thing. So the CDC said that antibodies would last at least three months. That's what they said. That it would last three months. And the news reported it was like, seems like maybe the antibodies last three months. It was like, that's not what they said. They said the opposite of that. They said it definitely la- it almost definitely lasts at least three months. That is different than it might last three months. Yeah, look at this. This shit is popping. If any healthy individual gets the what? Hold up. Hold up. What? If any individual, if any healthy individual gets the infection first, he or she wins a prize. Oh, what? Fuck. I'm fucking with Wuhan. Go further back. I want to know more about this fucking contest. Uh, last week, Crime Branch busted a rave party in Goa. 23 people were arrested and drugs worth iron, worth INR 9 lock. How much do you think that much? How much money do you think that is? Uh, $7. Uh, 31 people. Oh, this is in India. Yeah, this is in India. All right, let's see here. Dude, I, I gotta say, um, I do love the indemnable spirit of oh, no, so humans s- needing to get fucked up and fucking slizz out. Like, just, just the fact that we're all still just like, 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 dude, I'll tell you this. Everybody who's posting on Facebook wear a mask is just not wearing a mask when they're not in photos. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that, that, 
prize, that uh, pandemic prize, was at a University of Alabama party where they invited oh, okay. uh, people who they knew were infected and people who weren't infected. And the first person to catch an infection was the one who won a prize. Oh, wow. The CDC says it is absolutely life-threatening to have such parties. <laughs> That's a fucking great idea for a party. Because you know... First of all, look, you fucking just hold on. Can we just go back to that image real quick on China? So that DJ was hot. This dude is fucking, I don't know if he's rapping or whatever. Push play on this video again real quick. Notice that nobody's really moving in the background. Yeah, they're just kind of shirtlessly laying on each yeah, other. Shir- yeah, it's just shirtless. It's like, it's like that episode of South Park where they're trying to all turn gay. <laughs> so they all fucking, they're all just fucking dudes to make the people from the future disappear. They're like, all right, everybody back in the pile. I don't know if they know how pool parties work in Wuhan. <laughs> Look, Chinese media is probably doing a little bit better than CNN. I'm not going to lie. Also, still getting dunked on, but I just think it's hilarious that it's just like, best ratings in 40 years, still beat by Fox 43 weeks in a row. It's like Monday Nitro. You know what I mean? Eventually, Fox is just going to be like, yeah, fucking Wolf Blitzer won the title. You don't want to watch this. And then that's it. CNN's going to take it over. They're going to win the fucking Monday Night Wars. Uh, so, like, there definitely is a... Fuck, I had something and I completely forgot it when you made that Wolf Blitzer joke. Um, oh, no. So, like, uh, CNN's been around longer than Fox, too. Yeah. So CNN was the first uh, 24... First of all, I'm going to throw this out there. The PBS NewsHour gives you more news in one hour than any of those networks do in 24. And they still got like five minutes at the end for some fucking jazz tap from Chicago. And they, well, I mean, because they're only trying to sell you PBS. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every other company. No, they have a grant from the Chubb Foundation. What is the Chubb Foundation anyway? Look up the Chubb Foundation because it's definitely not about my dick. (laughs) Turns out it's just Blue Chew. (laughs) Blue Chew's been sponsoring PBS this whole time. Uh, the mission of the Chubb Foundation is to use sports as a platform to activate human potential. Uh, Chubb Foundation, founded by two brothers, Brandon and Bradley Chubb, uh, they grew up in Marietta, Georgia with their two parents. Can I see a picture of the Chubbs? <laughs> yeah. These are the Chubbs. Um, oh, that is not what I thought the Chubbs were going to look like. <laughs> are those two fucking college football fucking running backs? Uh, seems that way. Uh, their father, Aaron, was an all-regional athlete at Rockmar, blah, blah, blah. Uh, defensive standout University of Georgia mm. Bulldogs drafted by the NFL and the Patriots. The boys wanted nothing more than to be like their father, following his footsteps, blah, blah, blah. Uh, started doing half marathons. Uh, their mother stays now that she competed doing half marathons. Whole bunch of shit. Uh, yeah, Brandon and Bradley, both in the NFL. Wow. This one played for the Rams. This one played for the uh, Broncos. Hmm. And they sponsor PBS. There mm. you go. I'm just saying. An out you can get more news in an hour from that. Why would anybody I don't understand why anybody I keep hearing people say like I watch I listen to like Rogan and he's just like, there's no mid middle of the road news TV. And I'm just like, I watch it every single day. Just they got like ten thousand views on YouTube most nights. I'm like, what just watch this. Why would you watch the other thing? That you know you know they're brainwashing you. You know CNN, you know MSNBC, you know Fox, you know they're fucking they're literally just doing the thing that Facebook does. To you know how Facebook has in their algorithm to make you mad. Mm-hmm. They just that they've just figured out how to do that to older people that don't know how to work the clicker. But what it is, and I bring this up, I brought this up to my folks almost every day while I was down there, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, this is just poison, 
right? Like mm-hmm. you know they're poisoning you. Mm-hmm. And their response was, "Well, you think CNN's doing any better?" I said, "No." It's all garbage. Why can't you see that? But they stand by, and I guarantee it's the same as the other side. Like, dedicated CNN watchers are like, well, at least not Fox News. I mean, of course they are. The, the amount of people, you can, like, I've, like, Googled stories and send them to people, and they're like, this is a Fox News link. And I'm like, it's a fucking major story. Every outlet is reported on it. I have to, so I have to go to the second link to fuck, you Google it. You Google it then. All right? I sent you a link. You seem to not care about the thing I'm saying, Mike. I mean, I read Fox News articles every week, so I can't help but agree with you. Yeah, it's just, yeah, when it's basic news, you can't just be like, they make up everything. They don't make up things. They slant the shit out of stuff. They definitely do that. Because I guarantee they're, they're, they're fucking doing a candlelight visual for Kyle Rittenhouse right now. Well, I mean, dude, I I work on without a country, and that's what every single week of journalism is. You know what I mean? It's like we we literally bring up these stories and mm-hmm. analyze them from like you know, hey, what is the right highlighting? What is the left highlighting? And we try to figure out where that slant is and why. Mm. You're like that's that's just what you have to do with news now, and it sucks. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it does suck. Uh, you should. That's why you should get all your n- news from uh, Gas Digital and me on Notes of a Goon. Because uh, I think I broke down that whole uh, Kenosha thing. Most people wouldn't have known that's where mutants go to get their powers fixed. I, I think I did a fucking great job. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna break this story. I found this new website that exists. Uh, it's uh, it's called uh, the Forever Social. I'm break. Uh, this is a breaking news. It's not really news. It's just a product that is about to be available, which is the most bizarre product I've seen in the modern age. The Forever Social provides digital immortality using powerful algorithms and AI. The Forever Engine uses your existing social media profiles to learn your personality, likes, dislikes, life milestones, and interests. In short, it knows the real you. And what it does is it posts for you on social media after you die in your voice. Now, what's creepy? We talked about sex robots last week, Mike. What's creepier, this or the sex robot? Pull up the video of the sex robot from uh, Brick Dollbanger's website again. <laughs> okay. I want to go back and forth and see which we think is creepier. Um, but the forever social, yeah. Look, I know when I'm getting my affairs in order, I, just, I recently just started putting together um, a, a living trust and a will because I'm getting old, and I put beneficiaries in all my accounts. And um, I know that... There was one thing lacking. There's one thing that's been really gnawing at me. Who is going to insult my friends when they post something gay on Facebook? <laughs> now, let's watch this video. Look at this bitch's jawline, first of all. Bite your dick. Less creepy. Brick, oh, by the way, I reached out to Brick Dollbanger. He hasn't gotten back to me yet. No. Um, I've reached out to him. I'm going to follow up this week. I'm trying to get him on the show. Do you think he only does interviews as his CGI? I would prefer it. I hope it's just a camera going, like this chick biting shit. And him doing a voice. And just, yeah, him talking into a mic off camera. Like, I really want that to be the whole thing. I'm hoping he gets back to me so that we could uh, tack it on to the end of an episode before we release this whole batch of stuff. Um, But yeah, the forever. No, here's the fucked up thing about this product. They say that they. 
they protect your digital assets using blockchain technology. Your digital estate, including music, videos, images, social media profiles, and other online accounts, is protected by the most secure system possible. Now, you would think that that means that your iTunes library would be protected, right? Because it says music, right? But you don't own that. Yeah, you don't have an iTunes library. They little Bruce Willis sued Apple and lost because he wanted to leave his iTunes library to his kids. Because apparently Bruce Willis buys a lot of music. Just get a Spotify premium account, Bruce. Like you just, I think he like he like got old right after iTunes or something. Gotcha. Just like what are you doing? You're buying all this stuff. I get it. You want to support the artist, but Jesus Christ, fucking, you're not. You can't take it with you. And you can't leave it to your children. <laughs> Except with the forever social somehow. <laughs> Dude, what do you think it even did? Like, you, do, like, do you think, do these people think that's what your loved ones want to see when you're dead? That sounds tragic. Yeah, like, like, I just imagine it finding random images that I would upload as a fucking joke profile picture. Just like, just like ra- randomly, Chris Fager changed his profile picture. It's just like jabber jaw getting fucked. Like, cause that's something I would do in my like, early, like my Facebook profile is like mostly like sh- like dumb things that I thought was funny when I was twenty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, imagine I just can't imagine any. Who is this product for? I couldn't tell you. I. I mean, like, all right, so I'm just picturing, like, uh, my Facebook profile picture has been me and my buddy Matt, who passed away, uh, like, April last year, right? Mm -hmm. Haven't changed it since. Uh, Feels disrespectful, too. If I was scrolling through my Facebook feed, Mm -hmm. and I was seeing, like, him being like, yo, fucking pizza's mad good in heaven, bruh, I'd be like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, why? That would, that is the Facebook Angel pussy is the bomb, Dude, totally fucked Joan of Arc last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yo, I'll tell you this. Fucking Lincoln is that dude, son. <laughs> this motherfucker's out here drinking. <laughs> Here's a thought I had. You ever think that John Wilkes Booth was like a time traveler and he went back to shoot Lincoln in the theater because he knew how much black people were going to ruin movies for the rest of history? So he wanted to ruin the theater experience once. For, for Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, and then it's just like, and if the, but here's the thing: it's like he had just freed the slaves. If there was just a black person in that theater to go, no Lincoln behind you, <laughs> behind you Lincoln. <laughs> what a fucking say! He had freed the slaves four years earlier, <laughs> and there had been one black guy in that theater. Fucking Lincoln would have been fine. <sighs> Somehow that's the clip that's gonna fucking ruin my life. Um, but yeah, the Forever Social is a new website. I want to get them as a sponsor on the podcast, and I want to get them to do it for. Uh, we'll pick a dead person. I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up for I'm gonna sign up for uh, see if I can get uh, Forever Social. I'm gonna find a person who died that we don't know, and get them to do that social media account. Why don't we do it? Let's do it for somebody we know who doesn't have social media and isn't dead. Like, Fra- obviously, clearly, we're talking about Frank, your roommate who hasn't murdered you. I was going to say Nate, but yeah, either one works. Ooh, Nate. Hmm, people do love Nate. People do love Nate. Also, I would like to see what Forever Social thinks Nate would post in the afterlife. Oh, this MDMA in the fucking. Uh, oh, no, I didn't get off the dark web. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. It's just, it's like such a weird thing. It's like, imagine somebody signs up for this and then they like. 
they died doing like imagine so something like what happened just now in Kenosha like that imagine that kid got killed right but he had the forever social so then there's just Facebook posts of that dude being like blue lives matter going up at his or like at his funeral just like it just it just kicks in how does it I would love to know how it works does it just kick in <laughs> they just like fucking, they bury you with a cell phone. Yeah. How? First of all, how is it taking? Yeah. How is it taking? <laughs> how is it taking birthday selfies for me <laughs> with three girls making duck faces after I'm dead? Dude, it's just it's just two whores making out on top of your on grave. Top of, yeah, on top of my grave, <laughs> just riding the fucking headstone back and forth, <laughs> slipping back and forth on it like a fucking ice luge. <laughs> Oh, see if they can fit the whole fucking thing in there. Just a gangbang in the mausoleum. <laughs> Damn, you're going to have mausoleum money? Dude, I want a mausoleum for myself, right? And then I'm just going to have fucking big screens on the outside just with my forever social profile. You know how like websites have like a ticker on the side of all the tweets? And you'd be like, wow, what a loser. This guy's tweeting a lot. You know what I mean? Like I want it to be like that. I want to have like, see, that's the thing. It's like with this, I'll probably tweet more once I'm dead. You get you would definitely get more engagement if you were dead. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm not. I've been getting lazy. I don't want to fucking be tweeting stuff. It's gonna become one of those things, like you know, like Van Gogh never got popular in his own time. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna die with like three thousand followers and then become viral in the afterlife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the 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 AI algorithm and the forever social is gonna make a much better tweet about cheese than I've made. <laughs> I think like here's the problem with that though, because it is AI. Uh huh. They then own that content, right? A, B, uh, there's only so, like, that whole monkey's typewriter thing. You know what I mean? There's mm. only so many different inputs from so many different personalities. So what happens when one of those tweets from a dead person goes viral and, like, 10,000 more times? Like, the, that, that tweet then comes from, like, 10,000 more dead people's account. You know what I'm saying? What do you? Oh, so, like, then they're going to be like, oh, because then they're going to know this works. Right. Hmm. Are people... I wonder if they'll just, it'll just like, for instant thoughts, will it just deep fake them? Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, so like those account, first of all, like you could kill any of those whores that I follow, right? Like you can, if they all died, I wouldn't know. It seems like they're all alone in their houses, doesn't it? Yeah, that's that's the point. Yeah, I, I understand that that's the point is to make it think, seem like they're lonely when they're really just getting railed out by somebody else, not the guy holding the camera. The man holding the camera is watching them get railed out by whoever they call over to rail them out, right? Like, we, we all know that. Um, but, so, like, now it's just, like, you just fake your own death and just make that money. You're fucking, uh, what are some big Instagram, you're Jen Selter. Who's a big Instagram thought right now? Yeah, I mean, that's the one that comes to mind. She's the one, she's the famous one. Uh, Ava Luis, I think, is, like, gaining Nisi, some... Nisi Wadehofer. Sure. Nico Lulz. Who's that? I don't know who that is. Uh, that's the OK Boomer girl. Oh, yeah. She's pretty. But she's got like... She, that's the thing. Is, like, Can you deep fake into like things like that? Most of these chicks are just posting photos of themselves. Yeah, but I mean like... All right. So what you could All do, they have to do is fucking sync up whatever the Fashion Nova catalog of that season is with fucking pictures of these whores and they just never age now. Yeah. I mean... Uh, or, you know, whatever the newest TikTok dance is. You know what I mean? Just like... Yeah, just deep fake a chick onto that. Yeah. Hmm. Seems like... Yeah. It's like that, uh, remember that commercial where uh, Fred Astaire is dancing with the Dirt Devil carpet sweeper? Yeah. It's just that, but forever. I love it. Yeah, and just for everybody now. Now everybody's Fred Astaire. 
That's how we're going to do it. All right, so the Forever Social, uh, go to theforeversocial.com slash Chris. They're the new sponsor. What a fucking stupid product. The Forever Engine. Oh, a complete digital estate. You decide who will own your digital footprint using smart contracts, as opposed to dumb contracts, which are the ones signed in blood on a bar napkin. Uh, a completely auditable and trackable process is provided to le- release your digital assets to loved ones. No more frozen social media accounts. No more arguments. You can have complete confidence that your digital... Ad- no, here's the thing. I want arguments. I want my forever social to argue with people about politics on the internet after I'm dead. Stick to my guns after I put one in my mouth. <laughs> What if my family or friends want to cancel? Too bad, they're fucked. You've signed away your rights forever. No, uh, we can stipulate in your digital testament if you want your account to be canceled and and what you want to have happen with your social profiles and digital assets. You may choose a specific time to release specific messages or have... That's fucking creepy. You can write messages that, that... Dude, yo, you can create like murder mystery stuff, but that leads nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I would do. I would have nothing... Forever, right? Like nothing, dude. I if I right, get... like like for like like six years, and then all of a sudden it'll be like a, a message, like like a, a a DM to like you, and I would be like Harrington, this is me from beyond the grave, <laughs> <laughs> and I just send you on like a wild goose chase looking for things, like just like write a crazy conspiracy about how I was murdered, even though fuck it, I wasn't. I clearly OD'd on ketamine. Like, it's just like, there's a, cr- no, I, I would never OD on ketamine. I have a high tolerance for ketamine, Harrington. You know that. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I love you knowing that you're going to die from overdose from ketamine and you already plan your response to me being like, but the doctor said you died of a ketamine yeah, overdose. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm like, Harrington, you know I can do plenty of ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Chris, I asked why you stabbed yourself in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> it, w- it couldn't have been the ketamine. <laughs> it's a tranquilizer. It makes you tranquil. No, if you did a fucking, if you did like on your wall, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, uh, just to let you know, like I set this up because I knew people were after me. Uh, they said I died of cancer. I was murdered. And then just give clues. To a fucking... To a fucking murder mystery that leads nowhere! To a geocaching location in the middle of the Sahara Desert, where if anyone does come upon it, it's just, just a dick pic. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, I was just dicks. <laughs> just like a box of dildos. <laughs> <laughs> just a literal bag of dicks. Just jizz socks. <laughs> just, it's just... I save every jizz sock from now to the end of my life, and then ship it to the fucking Mojave Desert. <laughs> And it's like people got to go through Dude, like plane trains and automobiles, but with jizz socks. <laughs> it's a mad, 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 mad world <laughs> after all. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That'd be great. I said that I brought this up the other day. I wonder, I thought about it. And I, was, I tweeted this out, but it just is it sexual assault to make the girl at the laundromat touch my jizz socks <laughs> whenever I drop off my laundry? Yes. Do you, I mean, you put your jizz socks in that. You drop off your laundry, right? You don't do your own laundry. No, I, I definitely drop off jizz. I like, <laughs> like I factor that in. I'm like, no, because it's yeah, like, I tip. They put a tip jar out, and I'm like, I should probably tip. There's definitely jizz in there. Nah, <laughs> fuck that. What I'm looking at is couple like, dollars. She's gonna touch your cum. Yo, they weigh by the I, pound, dude. I give strippers what? Oh, uh, that's true. That twenty percent of my hamper is cum. That's true. That's a lot of cum. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? I feel bad that they have to touch my jizz. I like thought about it. I was like, they're probably just fucking dumping it in. They're not separating colors and white. They're literally just opening a fucking washing. Then why do they ask me if in. I want anything separated? I don't know. Make you feel better about it. Mm. I like to think that girl's touching my comb. She's kind of cute. Sick. Who knows what she looks like behind that burka? <laughs> is that <laughs> the burka? Is just a full body mask. <laughs> Uh, this has been Notes of a Goon. We're about done. Follow me at Chris from BKLYN on Twitter. Follow the M Harrington on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, go watch Chris and Mike watch fights on the High Society Radio YouTube page. Uh, we've got a bunch of them coming out. We're gonna we have to record a couple more. We get the last one coming out next week. Um, but yeah, we got some. There's some new bare, bare knuckle fighting leagues that exist that I just found out about. Kickboxing league. So we're gonna be checking those out. But you know, go check out the other episodes of this show. That's pretty important, too. And um, you follow our sponsor, uh, theforeversocial.com slash Chris. All Don't right. forget to rate and review on iTunes. Oh, yes, obviously. Rate and review. You know what you got to do? Send this podcast to a friend, a friend that needs it. There's a friend that needs advice. I don't know what that advice would be from this show, but we've given advice. And your friend needs it. Send them the show. Tell them if you don't find anything on this interesting, you're a mo. And then rate and review the show. Five stars on iTunes. You know what you do? Uh-huh. Right? In the interest of forever social. Uh-huh. Right? You don't want to pass on from this mortal coil mm-hmm. having, you know, any loose ends, anybody who might have unresolved feelings towards you. Mm-hmm. Reach out to that person you haven't spoken to in like five years, right? Whatever the beef may be. It's Yeah, like it's, so your dad kicked you out because you're gay. Sure. Send him this podcast. That's it. It'll 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 mend your relationship. Yeah. Just, hey, letting you know, thinking about you. Maybe your mom is mad because you had an abortion and she, you know, she really wanted to raise a half black grandchild. I don't, I don't know. Right. Um, you know, she, she was working on her jumper form to help teach the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you shouldn't have fucked your stepdad. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah, I mean, whatever, man. Uh, it's fine. You, you, you definitely shouldn't have done a lot of those things. But, you know, with the gift that keeps on giving is it's um, the forever social and notes of a goon. Just you're, they're going to learn something. They're going to learn that education is whack. We learned that. Yeah, uh, I, got, I got college is gay and we're zombies. Th- those are the notes for the show. Okay, we are zombies. New York is dead. Uh, college is gay. Um, Kenosha sounds like Genosha. Old Overhaul is better than Rittenhouse Rye. I, that's good. First of all, Old Overhaul is less expensive than Rittenhouse. There you go. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar. I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die
Say good. 